0: This is the Wide Awake Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kirsten Kazarian. As a child psychologist, I believe the most important part of the work I do is supporting parents by helping them deeply attune to their child and find their own balance of connection, nourishment, and inspiration. To do this, I lean on the practice of mindfulness. Join me in a conversation about raising our kids, raising our consciousness, and trying to stay awake. Welcome to episode 15. Today, we're looking at how mindfulness skills benefit your adolescent. However, I encourage almost everyone with kids to listen, no matter what their age, as eventually all our small children will be adolescents. And neurological research now shows an extended biological adolescence from what we previously thought, lasting into the mid-20s. So whether you use this episode as information for prepping for when your child is an adolescent, information gathering for a child currently in the teen phase, or information for parenting a son or daughter still in the adolescent phase, even though you thought your family would have moved on by now, I think this episode can benefit your parenting. I'm really excited about this show because teaching mindfulness skills to adolescents is how I was introduced to mindfulness, and connecting teens and their families with these skills made me feel more effective as a clinician than I ever had before. Watching adolescents and their exhausted parents wholeheartedly embrace these skills made it so easy for me to do the same. Similar to most of the topics on our show, there is so much here. This could be a semester course, so we'll continue to add to this conversation. For today, we're going to look at how mindfulness skill building supports four of the most important social and emotional developmental tasks for adolescents, identity formation, success in relationships, reaching goals, and managing self-care. We're also going to touch on why as the parent of an adolescent, you very much need mindfulness skills as well. So one of the biggest developmental tasks for a teenager is identity formation. They're figuring out who they are in relation to the rest of the world. Mindfulness helps us see our external and internal worlds more clearly This helps adolescents to better understand their values, which helps inform their character. They're experimenting by behaving a little differently in each situation, testing boundaries and wearing different hats. They're figuring out, who am I in my family, my friend group, my school, and my society? We delve into the question, who am I, more than once in our lifetime. And the answer changes. Setting teens up with the mindfulness skills of being present, acceptance, self-compassion, and non-judgment help to ensure this growth happens with as little emotional distress as possible. It can be a bumpy road for some. And if that's the case, these mindfulness skills act as tools for self-care through the process. Another task is learning to create and maintain relationships. In adolescence, teens begin to take full responsibility for their relationships with friends and romantic partners. They're beginning to understand they have a relationship with us, their parents, and that they can influence this with how they choose to behave towards us or their siblings. They're starting to communicate with their teachers on their own, letting them know why they don't have their homework for the day or why they'd like to write an upcoming book report using a novel not on the, on the school list. They may have an employer or coworkers they need to communicate with on a professional level. Their ability to understand themselves, Their needs and resources, as well as the other's needs and resources, makes them likely to be successful in forging the relationships they want and asserting themselves when they need to in a way society will find acceptable. Viewing the world mindfully requires that we leave our judgments and preconceived notions behind. I often talk to teens about being scientists as a way to capture examining a situation from a point of objectivity in order to gain perspective. By helping teens ditch judgment, they can collect more useful information, and they can also practice kindness, which helps them maintain their relationships. And kindness and non-judgment towards themselves helps them maintain self-respect. And mindfulness helps teens with their self-care. Individuals that have the capacity to emotionally regulate themselves are more successful at school, in their relationships, and their health is better. Individuals that cannot do this are at greater risk for mental health issues and substance abuse issues. So how do we build this? We talked about this a lot that with small children, we label emotions. If we tried this with a teen, we may end up getting in an argument with them. So mindfulness skills helps them to take the steering wheel for their emotional well-being by fostering an awareness of their emotions and then thinking about the options for responding to these emotions. Teens begin to think about how these emotions impact their relationships and how certain individuals impact their emotions. Plus, mindfulness offers them something to do with their negative emotions. Helping teens think about actionable ways to use acceptance, self-compassion, non-judgment, and being in the present moment so they have a toolbox of safe coping skills is well worth the time and will likely build trust in the parent-child relationship. If your teen makes it clear they do not want to work with you on this, connect with a professional trained in mindfulness skills for adolescents. And mindfulness helps teens to reach their goals. When we know who we are, we have a grasp of what it is that motivates us. We're not being just pushed down the path by everything we bump into. We're actually steering our own ship. And this is why we see that when adolescents are able to move through the developmental stage of identity formation we just mentioned, they're more prepared to set and reach their goals. When they have their social and emotional skills honed to manage their personal and professional relationships, they're able to get the support they need to move their own plans forward. And when teens have their self care skills in place, they're not going to be easily thrown off course. Their mindfulness skills not only serve them in caring for their psychological well being, it helps them sustain on their path towards goal achievement. So, those are four important ways that mindfulness can help. Our teens but what about us why do we need mindfulness skills when raising a teenager first there's always modeling and I always start with this because it's so important and yes teens are watching you and yes you are still incredibly important their friends are becoming much more influential to them but it's not one or the other They will still watch how you manage challenges, how you manage your self-care, and your personal relationships. They're curious how you reach your goals and what you do when you don't. The hardest part about this is you often don't see this come to fruition until your adolescent is safely in their mid-20s. There's a kind of homecoming where you start to see all these family values you thought went in one ear and out the other but your ability to tolerate this period with grace will have a big impact on how much they'll choose to take from your toolkit. According to Ron Dahl, a neuroscientist and professor of human health and development at the University of California at Berkeley, for kids at higher risk for anxiety or depression, the parent role may be more important for longer. Parents may be needed to provide extra scaffolding to help a teen understand their identity, their relationships, and learn coping skills. Another reason parents need these skills when raising a teenager is that it's frustrating. So we know that our teen won't be a teen forever, but in the moment or the moments, it's frustrating When they were younger and you wanted the next step to be this school or this activity, you signed them up and you got them there. Now they have to pull their weight in order to make things happen. And you may disagree on goals. You may feel the pressure of the future while they seem completely unaware. However, they're painfully aware, but they just may be so overwhelmed that they're not sure what to do about it. You may feel that in order to get them where they need to be, you now have your plate and theirs to adult-sized plates of responsibility. There are so many resources for families going through this. Mental health support, skills group, a great tutoring program, a coach or a teacher that miraculously speaks your child's language and inspires them. But for now, you do have your mindfulness practice. Practice your self-compassion so you can thrive in your own life during this time period and so you can offer them as much compassion as you can muster. And the last reason is that it is scary raising a teenager. The teenage brain is primed to seek and have new experiences, which can bring about risk-taking behavior. And you're likely at odds with your teen here as parents tend to be risk adverse with their children in mind. The whole relationship can become themed with attempts to control and keep safe. Curfews, driving rules, alarms, and tracking for you to learn how to use and for them to learn how to get around. You just want to go to sleep at a time they seem to be wide awake and ready to go. Mindfulness helps us know when to take action how to understand what's happening more clearly, and to ensure our actions follow our parenting intentions. Acceptance is not passive. It may help you adjust to who your child's becoming, but it can also help you see their choices more realistically, giving you the ability to offer help in a calm way they're more likely able to receive. All right, you guys, that is our episode. Please find us at wideawakeparenting.com and share your feedback of what it's like for you raising a teen and questions you have about parenting your teenager. If you would like to find the show notes, you can find them on our website by going to show notes and then selecting episode 15. Please share this episode with anyone who might find it useful and share your feedback with us by rating this program on iTunes. This helps other parents looking for our resources find us. I'm Dr. Kirsten Kazarian, and until we meet again, be gentle with yourself, courageous on your path, and let's help each other try to stay awake.